we all feel that your friends' preferences changes as life changes, right? We have friends that still travel the same way as us. We have friends that, you know, it changes based on where they are in their life and their priorities. Insured Nomads proudly supports the new Nomad podcast. Insured Nomads for the evolution of insurance, for the revolution of travel. For all your travel, medical, and support needs, please visit our website at insurednomads.com. We support our location-independent community worldwide. Welcome to the New Nomad Podcast, hosted by Alan and Andrew of Insured Nomads. Join us as Alan and Andrew interview and explore the community of people and ideas that embody the nomadic spirit. Tune in to incredible discussions with thought leaders each week that will help you take full advantage of the cross-border remote work lifestyle. Now here are your hosts. Hello and welcome to the New Nomad Podcast. Shana Shawarski is joining us today. As a matter of fact, she's joining us from somewhere outside the United States, which we'll share in a little bit. Live My Legend and a wonderful app, a Legends app that, uh, that I downloaded. Amazing. Andrew, social networking is so important for travelers. Having an understanding of, of where they've been, where they want to go. And the community that we serve always wants to find somewhere new, different. They don't often want to go back to the same place again and again, although often they do because of ease, et cetera. How do you decide where you want to explore next, Andrew? And I think this will come into our conversation with Mishana today. Thanks, Alan. And thanks, everybody, for joining us for another episode. This is fun having you with us. And because we feel like you're here in the room with us, those who are listening, this is fun. Just to introduce you to friends of ours as we take this journey around the world. You know, I, I love the Legends app, and it's one of those things where it's so needed. I've lived around the world single, married, with kids, and finding people to do life with in those places is sometimes a challenge and figuring out where to go next. Sometimes you want to find people to travel with or go on a hike with, play tennis with in these places. And that's one of the fun, fun aspects of legends. And I'm so glad Shana can join us because this is a filling in a void that is needed in the revolution of travel that we're facing today in the world. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, let's bring Shana into the conversation. And Shana, kind of to our introduction, where I've traveled to in the past, it was a combination of things. Where I had to go on business, that's an obvious one. But on the personal time travel, it's like, you know, somebody came back from a trip and they said, you know what? You absolutely positively got to go to Maui or Croatia or Ukraine before the war. Just places that got you excited. Or somebody says, got to go to Oktoberfest. And what you're building, I think, is something that's really unique because if people don't have those people coming back to them, you're giving another outlet for people to find those places. So I'd love to hear your story on global travel, but also how you came to this realization that people want to have some help in this area. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here and love, you know, the community that's being created on how we're, we're supporting people to realize that they can live a more nomadic life, right? And, and by nomadic, I mean, choosing freedom for themselves before, you know, freedom for others, right? And what I mean by that is, you know, most of the time a corporation or a location or certain circumstances dictate where we can live and what we can do. And I think we're in an amazing opportunity where we all have a choice now and we just need to give people the resources. So I'm excited to be here. And I think, you know, my journey as well as my co-founder's journey was very similar in the sense that both of us grew up in very small towns. She's from uh, the UK in a very small village. I'm from Pittsburgh in, in a small town and are, you know, 
growing up, our horizons on who we met, what we were exposed to, how we thought was very constrained by the environment that we were born into. And we both ended up moving to New York, obviously separately and, and met there, but being exposed to the different cultures, languages, people, backgrounds, perspectives really makes you start to think like what else is out there in the world. And so, you know, at a young age, like I bought, I don't know if anyone remembers, but you could like sign up when the internet first came out, you could sign up for like these uh, books from like Tahiti and Fiji, and they would send you like massive pamphlets. So I don't even know how I found it. But one day my mom was like, I have like 40 books for Tahiti and Fiji for you. And I just, you know, nature was always something in, in the world and like being able to, you know, someday go to those places was something I aspired to do. And then somehow fell into studying sustainability and in college, but in New York, got into the tech world and didn't know how it was come full circle. And so when both me and my co-founder were successful in our respective careers, I spent 10 years in tech, but in the education content space, as well as sales and marketing space, and she was in finance, we said, you know, we've traveled and it's helped us evolve and grow as humans and have more empathy and compassion for others, but also most importantly, self-reflect, right? So when you land in that country, you want to go to a place that pushes your boundaries, but how do you go to it safely, right? And how do you find people that you can connect with that are like you? Like we want to grow and evolve, but what we found is as we were traveling, the tools or the ways that we could grow and evolve weren't there to support us in a way that brought community into it. And so we both said, you know, like, why, you know, if you look at all the social apps out there, there's so many that focus on different hobbies in different areas, but why not travel? And so two years ago, we did some research. And then about a year ago, we said, like, let's build an app for us that we would use while we're traveling. And that's really uh, how Legends came to be. It's really cool because we hear this all the time that people want to find community as they travel. And also, when you find a community, you typically find the unique spot that maybe not all the tourists have gone to, or you just get to locations uh, on that. Maybe you go into a little bit of the technology aspects, because what I loved when I looked at the app is that you put your own information in and you share some of yourself with others, and it allows others to learn from you. I I'd love your feedback on how you built that out and, and made it very human. Yeah, I think, you know, when we think about community, it's defined a lot of different ways. Everyone defines community differently, right? And also every place you go, you might be looking for a different type of community. And so for us, where it started with was, who are you as an explorer, right? And how do you first understand who you are, right? And, you know, I think you referenced the example in the beginning of this, that, you know, the traditional way we've thought about getting recommendations or getting connected or going to the next place is we say, hey, friend, where did you go? It's almost like when you have a house or you're decorating your apartment, like it's easier to ask someone what they would purchase instead of you making the decision, right? Like it's, we look to others to make the decisions for us because we don't have the information or insights or trust in ourselves to know where we should go next. And so for us, what we said is, you know, we need to create awareness for explorers to understand who they are. What have they done? Where haven't they gone? What have they been exposed to? How do we change the thought around why they want to go to something next, right? A lot of friends say, oh, I just either go to where my other friend just came back from or a place I always go to because it's easy and it's consistent. Or I looked at Condé Nast or one of these lists because like they've done some level of analysis that it's going to be to a certain expectation. It's not going to be amazing but it'll be good. And so we created what we call is your travel DNA. 
And what we do is we automate the process of actually mapping that for you. And so we visualize it instantly when you get into the app. And so your travel DNA is, yes, physical places that you've been to. But when you think about the earth, it's far beyond physical places. It's physical geography. So beaches, mountains, lakes, oceans, rivers that you've been exposed to. It's also cultural elements, languages, cuisines, climates, religions. And we give you a stamp of, you know, here's the the percentage of the world you've been to, but also all these different categories. Here's where you've been exposed those two and here's where you haven't. And then what we layer on top of that is where your friends have. And so online, how we're creating community is not only your friends that you have, you know, in your existing social community, but imagine uh, being matched with someone in our platform that has gone to the, the same 10 surf breaks you have, but has 10 that you haven't been to. And like connecting with them on these really personal preferences of how you travel and growing your community that way. Or imagine showing up in New York and us communicating to your community for you, right? So, you know, last week I was in New York and four friends were there that I had no idea from other places. Imagine Legends sending me a notification saying, hey, Shayna, like Ariana just landed in New York City. Like grab a drink with her. There's a lot of communication that happens that we don't see that information and technology could help us connect more in real life. And that's the type of stuff that we're building. That is priceless. <laughs> I left New York last week. I was there when you were there. Yeah, exactly. You were overlapping. <laughs> I could have been in that gallery yeah. to see the NFT and all that. and But I didn't know that you were there. I know. And I had somebody else because I posted a picture right as I was leaving town saying, hey, how much longer are you going to be there? Because I just saw you're in, in the city. Exactly. And I was like, ah, I'm leaving right now. But if I had only known. And so that's what's happening across all these social channels like Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn. When we post something, people then are, you know, oh, you're there, but it's too late. And so for us, how do we streamline that community for people to connect while they're, you know, switching cities, traveling, exploring with their existing community and then also you know, the people that they just meet, how do they stay engaged with? Yeah, that, that, that excites me. It does it tie back, Shana, to the geo-positioning tools that you have built mm -hmm. into the app. And I think this is one of the big improvements is the artificial intelligence that might push out information, but then geo-positioning to say, hey, Andrew is in range, feel free to reach out. Maybe go into a little detail because, you know, some of our people in this audience may not understand how important it is, whether you have that Apple phone or Google device, whatever device you have, that I would assume that you need some sort of geo-positioning function in there tie a lot of this together and some of the other items. Yeah, I think, you know, from a tech perspective, our goal for everything we build is to automate for you. <laughs> you know, we're building for the everyday explorer. When we say everyday, it means the lazy person who isn't getting paid to be a traveler. And I think we've looked at the entire landscape and a lot of the technology that has been created, even for, you know, the social platforms like Instagram and TikTok, you have to have a whole content team behind you and a creative team to actually be relevant on those platforms and want to post on those platforms, right? Because it's too vulnerable if your stuff isn't good enough. And so for us, we are building everything and saying, hey, we're doing the work for you. Our tech is doing the work for you. And with the goal of sharing and creating connection. And so everything we build is related to that. And so with same as, you know, kind of the, the matching and geolocation stuff, we are trying to use the most sophisticated technology that's also efficient to improve that. Because it's interesting. We um, got a lot of inquiries about, I really want some, an algorithm that helps me self-curate my own decisions. And what I like that you brought up earlier with the, the app is 
the, the question I kind of started this with was, how do you decide where you want to explore next? And you guys are going to help people find something different because, you know, how many people just knee jerk? I'm going to go to Paris, London, et cetera. But they probably would have a better, more exciting experience somewhere else as the algorithm fine tunes that this person may not be a city person. He might be a beach person or a hiking person, et cetera. I'd love, I'd love how you help kind of explain to people how you're going to help slice and dice. Yeah. Okay. So I'll go like crazy ones and then, uh, you know, realistic ones. You know, sometimes I call Steph as my, you know, my co-founder, I call her and I'm like, what about this idea? Man, you know, a crazy one, which I really like, and it's not that crazy is uh, there are uh, things called ley lines. Uh, which I'm sure you're aware of, right? They're like energy hotspots around the world. They believe that certain areas in the world, you know, where some of the pyramids were built, et cetera, is where ley lines exist. And there are, you know, spots in the earth that provide certain energy to you. And so there's also these things that are related to your birth date. And so if you believe in astrological stuff, you could actually put your birth date in and your year and your time. And there is a static astrology map that does this right now. Like it's very complex. It would be easy with technology, but where you put your birth date in and there are certain cities that actually align to me and you to either help us self-grow or feel grounded or feel connected. And so each planet has like an energy related to individuals. And so imagine a world where we could say like, you're feeling like, you want self-actualization, like here's the 50 cities in the world that are aligned to you based on your uh, like astrology data. That's really like a different way to think about it. The simplest way that we're thinking about it right now is where you haven't been. So we believe a lot of people want to grow and evolve as humans. It's in our DNA. And that's where the, the travel DNA foundation really starts. So with us being able and the user being able to say, okay, I haven't been to these areas, but my friends have, and here's their recommendations and our algorithm actually Uh, we call it our growth algorithm, it pushes people to grow rather than all of the content sites out there right now, they push the same information and the same things that a user sees. And so it keeps them in the same bucket, right? So you go on a site and you say, I like surfing, I like mountain climbing, I like this and I like that. And so it only sends you those things, right? What if it said, okay, you like these things? Well, similar to surfing is wakeboarding, right? And this is an area you haven't gone, they don't have surfing, but they have this type of activity that is very similar and a lot of our surfers like that. And so now we've pushed you to go outside of your comfort zone, try something new and go to a new city. And like, what does the world look like when we start to encourage growth and encourage self-actualization? I think it looks like a more empathetic, compassionate world. And so that's how our algorithm is developed. And that's something that's important to us for it to be positive and growth oriented. Okay, you with the ley lines, I just my mind went in a direction thinking, okay, Stonehenge, last time I was there, yeah. I touched the rock the wrong way and I went back 400 years. Yeah. I was it's just that time travel kicked in. Yeah. And I was surprised with what I learned. Mm-hmm. No, I'm 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 kidding aside. Yeah. It's this is the places that we will go, the people we'll meet mm-hmm. through the machine learning AI-empowered aspects of technology as we advance really opens new new windows of possibility that's really encouraging because having lived this lifestyle and Alan, too, with hitting hundreds of countries, what, you're close to that 100-country mark, right, Alan? Not too far away from it. And hitting all these countries, 
it is sometimes there's that time of, okay, where is someone? I know they're here. I know I'm not connected with them. Don't know their phone number, but they live here. It's having that tool that can help connect without posting it on Twitter or Facebook or LinkedIn saying, hey, I'm in Prague today. Who else is here? You know, that just isn't appropriate. But finding the appropriate ways to communicate that well, is vital. Right. Like in the simplest is, you know, I was in Costa Rica for three months and I met hundreds of people. I might have not grabbed every single one's number, but if I could have just said, follow me on Legends, right? Then I'd start creating my community and think about the amount of people you meet, like in any given place, from the locals to friends to someone you grab a drink with, right? It's the barriers lower to connection, but also we take so many phone numbers from people, but we don't have a way to communicate with them because we don't just want to reach out to them and say, hey, how are you doing? Doing, right. But if we knew they were in the same place, we would. And for me, community is also this communication problem that we're solving around how do we create the tools to stay connected when you're in location meeting people and then continue that relationship outside all based on this shared love for exploring the world. Yeah, I feel it every day <laughs> as I'm traveling, not only of sharing, you know, recommendations, but also finding people and, you know, the sharing part of recommendations is also if you look, you know, anyone who travels a lot, you have 50 different WhatsApp chats going on at any given time from your past locations you've been at. But then also, you know, I'm in Greece sitting with my friend at dinner last night and we're Googling what places to go to dinner the next days or what beaches to go. And I'm sitting there thinking like, oh my God, the app needs to be, our new version needs to be live tomorrow because we wasted an hour during dinner where we could have been enjoying our wine talking about what our plans are because none of our friends have been to the place that we're currently at. And so, yeah, I think the sharing is something that also we've created too high of a barrier for people to share. Like people are still sharing in what like Excel sheets, you know, some people have stuff on Google, they don't, emails, parsing all the data. Like it doesn't need to be that difficult with the technology that exists today in the market. You've got me very excited because I'm at 75 countries now. I'd like to get to 100 (laughs) in the next five years. And you know, I hate to say it, the 75 that I visited were probably the easy ones, right? <laughs> I mean, I've got a couple of quote unquote easy ones to go, but you know, on basic, you know, I need to really look at the map and get a little further afield. And it sounds like these are also ones that I might need a little extra preparation for or might want to have some feedback on the spots to get to. And it gets me excited to have something that would assist me in that area. You know, not going England off the list is no hard thing, but, you know, taking off a small country in some location that you've never been before. And I'm really excited that you're going to have something that's going to help, you know, get that type of focus on there. And the, the other, the, but it ties into the question is, it's very hard for me now to get people to come with me on these trips. Back in the past, I had some folks, I did two around the world trips and I was able to get some people to come along with me. Is this app going to be helpful you know, trying to find a fellow traveler or is it more a self-curated type of experience or both? Yeah, great question. Yes. You know, I think we all feel that your friends' preferences changes as life changes, right? We have friends that still travel the same way as us. We have friends that, you know, it changes based on where they are in their life and their priorities. And so for us, that's really where our DNA comes in as well, right? Because of all of this unique data of knowing where you've been, we can match people in such a personalized and specific way, right? Like, you know, I've been to this beach called Mampiche in Ecuador, like very off the beaten path 
path, surf break. Like if anyone else has been there, they're going to like this other beach, right? And they're going to connect with this person because what that beach stands for is authentic community, like extremely local, sustainable like surfing, right? Like there's values that certain cities hold that we can then match people and say, okay, they've, you know, experienced the same thing and they're likely a match and they like X, Y, and Z as well. And so from a connection standpoint, I think because of our data, we're going to have such an amazing opportunity to make uh, connections with new people in a really interesting way. And so I'm excited by that as well. And, And that's why when we think about what's the most important thing for us to do is this foundation of the DNA um, and getting it really, really right from the start because it unlocks a lot of interesting things from a community and a recommendation perspective. Okay, we've reached that spot (laughs) that's one of my favorites with every guest. And so could you tell us the most overlooked person, place, or experience that our listeners should know about from your perspective? Um, well, I think, you know, the most overlooked person, I think is a lot of the locals that we connect with when we travel. One of my favorite things to do is deeply make a local connection while I'm traveling with someone, whether it's, you know, a concierge where you're saying a local surf instructor, like, how do you I think it's one thing to be a transactional uh, traveler. And I think we see that a lot where people take from these environments. Um, but they don't try to understand or give back. And so I think a lot of the overlooked people are the people who make these amazing experiences for us. The people who show up to bring the food to the grocery store in these small towns, like the ones who get up in the morning to teach you how to surf or do, you know, bring you back grounded to, to do yoga. And so for me, like those are the most overlooked in my, you know, day to day that I think about. One of the most overlooked places. I don't know if it's overlooked, but definitely no one talks about it. And and I would say Malta. I went to an amazing experience in Malta. There's an island, there's a second island called Gozo. And it's it's like being in another world. It's a mix between like Africa and the Mediterranean. And the super adventure, like seekers, rock climbing, scuba diving, a lot of history there too with World War II and a lot of history cross country and then a lot of super religious as well. Just a very fascinating place for a very small island that doesn't really promote itself that much uh, to tourism. And then experience, I don't know. Well, just travel. You give us a lot of experiences here. I mean, think about this. Yes. You know, just the experience of eating different food or just meeting other people. And I love what you were talking about getting in local community. I've shared on an earlier podcast that what little hair I have let left, I let grow out. And I try to go to a local barber shop in the countries that I'm in. And you get different types of haircuts. You may not even be speaking the same language. You might end up being drinking Turkish coffee, you know, is but you're in the community and often people are kind of amazed to see a an American in some of these countries getting a haircut and they take it as a really prideful thing. And of course, you get great different conversations there, Shana, in that type of environment. You know what I mean? Like, even if it's pantomime, like looking and pointing and thumbs ups or whatever uh, on that. You brought a lot of different items to the table today. How can people learn more about Legends, where can they get Legends? I went to Apple and just downloaded the app. Please share how people can learn more about you and about the app and live my legend. Yeah, sure. So 
follow us on Instagram. We're at Live My Legend. We are on the App Store under Live My Legend as well. We have our beta coming out at the end of July. And so you can sign up for the waitlist and we'll send notifications for, for everyone to get that. You can find myself on LinkedIn, just Shana Shaworski and my co-founder as well, Stephanie Diana. Daniel on, on LinkedIn. And then we're at uh, just livemylegend.com on our website. Fantastic. Great. We'll have these in the show notes. So everybody, you know, just wherever you're listening to this today, share it on social media, invite your friends in because this is cutting edge for what the world is facing with the revolution of travel right now. Thanks for joining. Thanks, guys. So thank you everyone for listening today. As we uh, mentioned, it's just a great world to explore out there. We're happy you explored it with us today. Please just mention our podcast to one other person. Word of mouth is the best way that podcasts get recognized. We want everybody to continue to travel. And we'd like to thank Shana for joining us today. So please travel safely. And we look forward to catching you on the next New Nomad podcast. Insured Nomads proudly supports the New Nomad podcast. Insured Nomads for the evolution of insurance, for the revolution of travel. For all your travel, medical, and support needs, please visit our website at insurednomads.com. We support our location-independent community worldwide. Thanks for tuning in to the New Nomad Podcast, where we bring together an incredible community of people and ideas that embody the nomadic spirit. Please remember to subscribe and leave a review. For more amazing tips to help you take advantage of the cross-border lifestyle, please visit us at insurednomads.com forward slash podcast. See you next week.